Shalom Barakhov, the Messiah is given Navayin Dal, today's Dav discusses if the husband says, May Ace Shani Bo Oyulam when giving his wife the get. We discuss if the husband says, I'll give you a get for 200 Zuz, and then she gives it. What does it mean she gives it? Do we have Machlekas, whether it, it's Cha when she gives it or it's Cha Lamafreya at the time that he gave her the get? We also bring a ride from Kadushin and try to figure out why we need the case to be stated by both Gitin and Kadushin. We discuss. If he says 30 days, does that mean literally 30 days? Or is it just to be mazares her? We discuss a woman paying the value of the tonight item if she loses the item itself. And whether the husband can be moichel on the tonight. We begin with the Gemara that tells us that the Gerishin will work when the husband gives her a get al tonight that he dies, as long as he dies. The Gemara says, hold on, it only triggers once he dies. You can't give a get after death. So Rabbi explains that the case was when he tells her, I want the get to be chal, while I'm still in the world. That's why we have our big machalikas in the Mishnah. But if he had said, from the day, from today, the day that he's given the get, then definitely the Gerushin will be chal. Next, Gemara tells us that in the days between when he gives her the get and, and when he dies, the husband is totally her husband. He is Zoichen, her Metziah. Her Maisi Yodel, her work, he could be made for her Nadarim, her Yerusha, he could be Metame for her if, she, if he's a Kayan. Essentially, according to Rabbi Yehuda at least, she is his wife for all intents and purposes. It's just that they don't require a second get. Ramir disagrees. He says that if she is by all somebody, it all depends if he dies. Rabbi Yoisi, third opinion. He says that if she's boiled someone, it's a suffix whether she is married or not. Therefore, she has to bring an Asham Taloi. The Chachamim, the fourth opinion, says that they're divorced and not divorced, assuming that he eventually does die. Now, what's the difference between Rameir and Rabbi They both seem to be saying there's some sort of a suffix here. So Rabbi Yechanan explains the difference is an Asham Taloi, because Rameir would say she doesn't bring an Asham Taloi, and Rabbi Yossi will say she does. The difference between the Chachamim and Rabbi Yossi, even though they're both saying that they're sort of divorced, the difference is Rabbi Zeira. Because he says, in the name of Rabbi Bar Yirmi Omar Shmuel, that whenever the Chachamim say Megureshes, Ve'enoi Megureshes, which was the Lashon of the Chachamim here, the husband is still required to support his wife. That is the Yikabenayu. And the next question we learn of a husband tells his wife that this is your get almanas, that you give me 200 zuz. That is a good gavershin, and she has to give it. Vatitain. And this machalik is what that's going to mean. We'll see that in the Mishnah, in the Gemara. If he says, you have 30 days to give it to me in order for this guy to be chal, then if she gives it to him within 30 days, it's a good gavershin. If not, it's not a good gavershin. Reb Shimon ben Gamliel says that there was a story in Sidon. Someone told his wife that this is a get almanas, that you give me this, it's talisi, item, she lost it, and the Chachamim say, it's okay if you just give him the value of that item, and not the item itself. And we're going to break down every step in this mission. The Gemara begins by saying, what does it mean, the titan, that she has to give the, the 200 zuz in order to make the Gerushin Chal? Rav Huna says that the get is a Chal, and now at some point she just needs to give it. Rav Yehuda disagrees and says that it, the get is only triggered when she gives him the 200 zuz. The nafkamin is going to be if the get is lost or ripped. Because Rav Huna will say, the get already worked the moment he gave it to her. 
You don't need a second get. She just has to give him 200 zuz. Rabbi Yehuda disagrees and says, it only works when she gives him the 200 zuz, and therefore they rec- he has to write her up a new get. We also have a Mishnah that says, when it comes to Kiddushin, the same halacha, similar case, the Mishnah says, if someone tells a woman, on the condition that I'll give you 200 zuz, they are married, and he has to give it to her. And again, we have the same halacha, because Rabbi Huna says, they're already Mekudah, she just needs to give it to her later. And if Yehuda says, they are Mekudah when he gives her the 200 Zuz. Then Avkamina is, if she accepts Kedushin from someone else before her first chasen gives her the 200 Zuz. Ravuna would say, the whole thing was a Tanai. And since the Kedushin was already Chal, we're just waiting for, the, for her to pay the 200 Zuz. Until he fulfills it, she could technically marry somebody else. Rabbi Yehuda says that the Kedushin is only Chal once he gives it to her. Until then, it's not a Kedushin. Or rather, Rav Huna would say that the Kedushin was Chal. She just owes, he just owes her 200 Zuz, and therefore the other Kedushin does not take effect. She's already married to someone. She's an Eshish Ish. Rav Yehuda would say that it's not a Kedushin until he gives her the money, and therefore she's a free bird until he actually gives it to her. Why do I need the case to be spelled out by Gerushin and Kedushin? Because by Kedushin, maybe Rav Huna would say that it works for Freya because he's trying to get closer to this woman, to be Mekadesh her. Therefore, you, it's going to be Chal immediately. But by Gerushin, where they're being pulled apart, maybe he'll agree with Rabbi Yehuda that it only works once the Tanai is fulfilled. If I would have only said it by Gerushin, maybe Rav Huna only says that it's Chal Freya. Because the husband doesn't mind nudging her to fulfill it tonight. They're, they're not in a relationship anymore. But by Kedushin, he might be embarrassed to start off their, their relationship. She doesn't want to claim the 200 Zuz for Kedushin from her new cousin. Maybe Rav Huna would agree with Rabbi Huda. That's only when he actually gives her the money that the Kedushin is Chal. If I would have only said the case by Kedushin, I would say that Rabbi Huda only says it works at the time that he fulfills it, when he gives it to her, because she's embarrassed. To nudge him for it. But by Gerishin, she has no problem. They're about to be divorced, divorced forever. Maybe he'll agree with Rav Huna. That it's Chal Limafreya. If I would have only said it by Gerishin, maybe Rav Yehuda only says that it works when he actually delivers. Because they're distancing each other. But by Kedushin, when they're coming closer, maybe he'll agree with Rav Huna. So we have to say it by both Gerishin and Kedushin. Now the Gemara asks, we learned that if a husband tells his wife, here's the Ged Almanas, that you give me 200 Zuz. Even if the get is destroyed or lost, it's a good divorce. And she can't get married until she gives him the 200 zuz. Sounds like it's Chalam Afrei like Rav Huna. Kasha Nevi Hudo. Second of all, we have a bride that says, if he tells her, here's the get, Almanas, that you give me 200 zuz, and then he dies, if she already gave him the 200 zuz, then she doesn't have to do Yibam. But if she didn't, she does have to do Yibam. Sounds like it doesn't happen to Mafraya only when she gives it. That's right, Rabbi Yehuda. But over there, Rabbi Shmuel ben Gamliel says, if she gave it to his father or brother or one of the other close relatives, that will complete the divorce. Le Mafraya. And the Omar Chloikas over there was only when the husband says, I want you to give me the 200 Zuz. Does that mean only me or to my inheritors as well? But everyone agrees. That is it tonight, which is a bomb kasha on every Yehuda. So if Yehuda would answer, I'm not bothered by these kashas because you're right. There is a sheet that says 
that it's a tenai, and it happens to Freya. But Rav Huna is only speaking in the name of Rav and the Rabbanon, uh, Rebbe, and the Rabbanon disagree with Rebbe. I go like the Rabbanon. Next, Rav Zeira says, when he was in Bavel, he said, Rav Huna's shita, oh my Rebbe, that when someone makes a tenai, it's as if he's saying, I want it to be chal now, I just need you to do something later to make it be chal now. And the Rabbanon disagree. But when I left Bavel, I met Rabasi, and he was saying in the name of Rav Yechonon that everyone agrees that if someone makes a tenai, it's like saying from now. And the Rabbanon only disagree if he says mehayoyim. The problem is we have a brisa that says, uh, not a pro- problem, uh, raya, benichuso. We have a brisa that says if the husband says from now until I die, he says mehayoyim, I want to get to Vichal immediately. According to the Chachamim, it's a get and sort of not a get. It's a suffix. Rebbe says that's 100% a get. According to Rebbe Yehuda, that the Machloikis is when the husband makes a t'nai, I need you to give me 200 zuz in order for this get to be chal. Why is he saying that they're arguing when he's, that in a case where the husband says me ayoyim, they should argue where the husband says a t'nai, al-manas. The Gemara answers that we dafka pick this case of me ayoyim to show the koyach of Rebbe. That it will be chal lima freya. I why not say almanas to show the koyach of the rabbanon? Yeah, we, we don't need something to tell me the chiddush that the rabbanon are machmir. The koyach dehatera is odd. If we'd rather bring out the koyach of Rebbe's heter. Now in Amishnah we said that if the husband made a tanai that he has to, that she has to give him money within thirty days. If she brings it before thirty days, it's chal. After it's not chal. The Gemara says, isn't that obvious? No, because I might think that the only reason why he gave a 30-day limit was to be Mazari's her. But it's like you tell your kid, you have to be in bed in 10 seconds, five, you know, 10, 9, 8. You don't need him to manage be there in 10 seconds. If he's there in 12 seconds, you're also happy. Komash Malon, that 30 days is actually a deadline. Next, Rav Shemim had told us in Mishnah a story in Sidon, but that had nothing to do with anything in our Mishnah. The Gemara says we're actually missing a piece in our Mishnah. Really what it says is that if the husband were to tell the wife that you have to give me and it's Talisi and she loses it, Tanakama holds that the get is null and void. She has to get, get him an actual, it's Talisi, the real thing that he asked for. And then Reb Shemin comes in and disagrees and says that she can even activate her get with the value of that item. And that's why Reb Shemin brought in the story of a wife who got to get out tonight that she gives her husband and it's Talisi. And when she lost it, the Chachamim said, it's okay to just give the value. Next, Rav Asi asked Rabbi Yochanan, if the husband says, here's a get al manas, that you give me 200 zuz, and then he's Michael. What? The halach in that case. Does she still need to give him that 200 zuz? It's a kash on the Rabbanon and the It's a kash on the Rabbanon. Maybe they were only machmir when he's not Michael over here. Husband's Michael. Maybe she doesn't need to do anything. And according to Rabbi Shimon Begamliel, maybe he's only Michael. When she did something to be Mephiasim over here, she does nothing. She, gave him, she didn't give him a penny. He was totally Michael the entire thing. Will it get Bichal? The answer is, she's not divorced. The Gemara asks. But we learned in the Dorim of Dalit and that if someone makes an edra on his friend, that he, can't get, he can't get any honor from him unless... You give my son a, a core of wheat and two barrels of wine, and over there a mayor says, the neder is chal, unless he actually follows through, gives, him, gives his son those, the, the wine and the wheat, and the chachamim say, no, you could be mad to that neder, because he could say, it's as if I received it, all, and that's enough. It sounds like Mechila can 
uproot that responsibility. So too, if the husband is meichel on the two hundred zuz, shouldn't that absolve the responsibility of the wife to activate the get? And the Gemara answers over there was different. See, when the husband is divorcing his wife, he wants to cause her tsar. And therefore, we're not going to listen to his mechila, as opposed to by the nadarim, where all he wants is just a flower and the wine, that he can be meichel on. It's not about the tsar. The Gemara now tells us a story of an individual who told his orus, his sharecropper, that normally people water their fields three times. I want you to do it four times. And I'll give you a bonus. You'll get to keep an extra portion of the field. At the end of the day, it ended up raining. So there wasn't, there wasn't any need for that extra watering. Does the sharecropper still get extra? So Rabbi Yosef says, he didn't water extra. He doesn't get the extra portion. Rabbah says, it wasn't necessary. And therefore, the sharecropper still got what he signed up for. He committed it to watering extra. Sounds like Rabbi Yosef is, is like the Rabbanon and Rabbah is like Rabbi Shimon Megam The only reason why he didn't deliver was because it was unnecessary. It's like there was a mechila. The Gemara says, we paskin like Rava. Over here, we don't paskin like Rabbi Shimon Megam Rather like the Rabbanon. Rabbi Yosef passes like the Rabbanon. And Rabbah will say, I could say like the Rabbanon. But the Rabbanon only are machmir when the husband's trying to be mitzahir, his wife, through the divorce. Over here, the owner of the field is just trying to make an extra buck, and he didn't actually gain anything from the sharecropper. So over here, the Rabbanon would agree that he doesn't owe the sharecropper anything. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.